Welcome back to the Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about asking for what you want. Ariana and I had been working together for four months when a terrific opportunity opened up. Her company was creating a cross-functional team to develop three new products that would carry it into the next decade. We both felt she deserved to be on the team, but would the selection committee think she was ready for such a high-profile role? Ariana's lack of visibility was the major obstacle we were working to overcome in her coaching. Her senior leaders wanted her to advocate for herself more often and more naturally. This new opportunity would test everything she and I had been working on. Raised in Eastern Europe, she heard the phrase, the nail that sticks up gets pounded down a thousand times as a child. That constant admonition to conform had turned her into a student with exceptional grades and a profile that was under the radar. In spite of her good grades, top honors often went to lesser students with higher profiles. She turned her disappointments inward, telling herself she'd get her due if she would just work even harder. She became compulsive, toiling endless hours, always with her head down and her lips sealed. But the same results continued, and her disappointments grew larger. By the time I met her, she was only 38, but she had physical ailments usually found in people much older. In our coaching, I kept coming back to one message in a dozen different ways. It's okay to ask for what you want, to which she would find a dozen different ways to reply, but I will sound arrogant. People will be angry with me. One day I answered her with a lesson I've taught my daughters called Ice Cream for Breakfast. You can ask for anything you want, I'd say to my girls. You want ice cream for breakfast? Give it a shot. You have a perfect right to ask for whatever you want, no matter how outlandish. But remember, I have a right to say no. As long as you can handle hearing no, then take the risk and ask. Who knows? One day you might hear yes. But you'll never hear yes if you don't ask. Ariana listened to this thoughtfully, and then she said, Yes, but you're an American dad with American girls. And you are working at an American company with American bosses, I said. They expect you to ask for what you want. It doesn't mean they'll say yes. But even if they say no, it doesn't mean they think you're arrogant. The point is, if you don't ask, you'll never get the opportunities you know you deserve. But they will be angry with me, she said. You don't know that, I answered. I understand that that's your fear, but it's not necessarily true. And then we discussed a concept called choosing stories over truth. You can read an executive coaching tip by that name in the archives on our website. All this work was helping Ariana chip away at a self-limiting belief. Everyone has them. They get instilled in us when we're young. The phrase, the nail that sticks up gets pounded down, had planted the seeds of a self-limiting belief that told Ariana that in order to be good, she had to be silent. The few times she'd fought that belief and had asked for what she wanted, she was called ungrateful and made to feel ashamed, experiences that deepened the self-limiting belief. Given her past, it wasn't surprising she became an adult who believed that working hard and staying invisible wasn't merely a way to get ahead, but was actually the only way to stay safe. In the workplace, self-limiting beliefs often reveal themselves around issues of deserving. In some cases, People's self-limiting beliefs lead them to feel they deserve more than they've earned. Those people don't need to learn to ask for what they want. 
they're already doing it too often in inappropriate ways. But more typically, and these are the people I often coach, people's self-limiting beliefs make them feel they deserve less than is rightfully theirs. They need to learn to ask for what they want without apology or fear. Ariana, over time, had tentatively begun to ask, and she'd heard yes, which was a giddy experience for her. But this new opportunity felt so big, so important, she couldn't imagine herself asking for it. So she rehearsed, asking for her place on the cross-functional team, until she felt she could do it comfortably. Then she went and made her request. A while later she found out that, no, she would not be selected for the team. When she asked for feedback about why she hadn't been selected, something she would never have done previously, she was told that, because of the enormity of the projects ahead, the selection committee wanted people who were entrepreneurial, dynamic, and, this was her biggest downfall, high profile. Was she disappointed? Of course. But she now understood that good work alone is only half the job. The other half is speaking up appropriately, so you get recognized not only for what you do, but also for who you are. And she had learned that her natural resistance to asking for what she wanted was very high. She would have to push herself hard to ask without apology or fear. As a way of modeling the behavior I'm talking about in this tip, we here at Essential Communications have something we'd like to ask for, and also something we'd like to announce. First, the announcement. We want to announce the launch of our Executive Coaching Tips podcasts. This tip has a podcast link, as do a score of others in the archives on our website. You can download the podcasts individually or subscribe to the series. We hope you'll give them a listen and give us your feedback. We'd love to know what you think of this new venture. Now, the ask. We want to triple the number of subscribers who receive our executive coaching tips, either by email or podcast. We know many of you forward our tips to your colleagues and friends. We'd like to invite those people to become subscribers. If you'll share with us the names and email addresses of people whom you think would appreciate these tips, we'll send them an individual invitation. We won't make anyone a subscriber without their permission. We would really appreciate your help hitting this goal. In the nearly three years we've been sharing these tips, we've never asked our audience for anything before, and it wasn't easy to do this time. Coming up against our own reticence to ask for what we want was surprising. But we do believe, as Ariana learned, the ability to ask appropriately for what you want without apology or fear is crucial to the look and sound of leadership. That's today's edition of the Look and Sound of Leadership. A complete archive of our executive coaching tips can be found on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's. Click on the Tips and Tools button. Thanks for listening.